Humboldt Last Week. Available at HumboldtLastWeek.com. Humboldt Last Week. Well, the power just went out while I was recording this and had to start everything over. This is going to be a fun episode. Anyway, hey, this is a way for Humboldt locals and those that love Humboldt to listen to quick community stories. My name is Miles. I left uh, commercial FM radio, started this up for fun. Hi. Also, if you haven't already, check out the music on HLW Alt Radio. That's at HumboldtLastWeek.com. By the way, those that send in video of local businesses playing the radio station, you'll definitely get a shout out on Humboldt Last Week social media. Uh, this is all free. The reason that's possible is support from organizations that make Humboldt better. Please give them your love and attention. That's Bell Star Clothing. Friday, November 22nd, join Old Town Eureka businesses for the Holiday Open House. Bell Star, located at 405 2nd Street, is offering toasty fashions and warm service until 9 p.m. Come in and check out the array of great gift items and check a few folks off your shopping list. Such a quality, cozy store. Bell Star, clothes that fit your life. Bongo Boy Recording Studio. Juno Prince has been recording there. Juno Prince with a hip hop. He's been enjoying that pristine studio sound made possible by our experts in McKinleyville. Bongo Boy. Check him out at bongoboystudio.com. The latest edition of the North Coast Journal is on newsstands now. Pick it up for award-winning in-depth reporting. Plus, the journal has reviews, listings, and details to help us plan our weeks. Keep up with the latest at northcoastjournal.com. Photography by Shy, she captures those stunning portraits, studio style or in Humboldt nature. Really professional stuff. Mentioned Humboldt last week for five bucks off when you reach out to discuss options and check on rates. Her name is spelled S-H-I, portfolios and contact info at photographybyshy.com. Bringing the best service, selection, and solutions to Humboldt farmers since 2001, the knowledgeable staff at North Coast Horticulture Supply has got your gardening, pest control, and harvest needs covered. Now, with the addition of Dirty Business Soil Analytics and Humboldt Ag Supply, NHS Farm Direct is your one-stop shop for grow supplies and services, with three locations in Fortuna, Eureka, and McKinleyville to take advantage of discounts deeper than your roots and have fun in the garden. That's North Coast Horticulture Supply. Trinidad Vacation Rental, a luxurious place to stay right on the ocean with amazing views, a hot tub, fine dining within walking distance, and it's right by Trinidad. Perfect for that romantic getaway vacation or staycation book at TrinidadCaliforniaRental.com. North Coast Co-op is now taking holiday pre-orders for their house-made apple, appleberry, and pumpkin pies, each with a gluten-free option, making me hungry right now. The last day to order pies for pickup the day before Thanksgiving is Sunday, November 24th. The North Coast Co-op in Eureka and Arcata, your holiday headquarters. All right, thanks to those organizations for supporting Humboldt last week. Let's jump in. Skater dude, he was the first to land the 900 on the big stage, but 10,000 is definitely the magic number for Tony Hawk when it comes to Humboldt. That's how much money he aired out for the McKinleyville Skate Park, courtesy of his foundation. That's awesome. So skater, a dad, video game character, public skate park ambassador, and a true philanthropist for the Humboldt skating community. Hopefully, that ten grand from Tony Hawk is going to help them gain even more funding they need for that McKinleyville Skate Park. I linked the organization you could donate to at HumboldtLastWeek.com. Four surfers, teenage surfers, by the way, rescued a couple swimmers off Trinidad State Beach last week. It was foggy, super cold water. These swimmers visiting from out of the area got sucked out by a rip current. Then these surfers paddled like hundreds of yards to get to them as the swimmers' mouths were barely above the water. An official said, quote, if it were not for these heroic surfers, this event may have ended tragically. 
Two of the heroic teenage surfers are junior lifeguards, but props to all of them. Please be careful out there on Humboldt's coast. Strikes at St. Joe's Hospital. Workers reportedly want better staffing and no cuts to their benefits and vacation. They say in retaliation to them striking, the hospital locked them out for four days. Some back and forth then publicized between the workers and the hospital, as is tradition. Last week, we delved into this proposed wind energy project with turbines near Rio Dell, the New York company behind this. TerraGen has been talking about fighting climate change, tax benefits, infrastructure upgrades. But critics, on the other hand, have cited negative impacts to wildlife, the environment, tribal resources, and dependence on the PG&E grid. Last week, meetings continued as the Planning Commission may or may not approve these twirlies near Rio Dell. The project has been dividing environmental groups. The city of Rio Dell came out against the project in solidarity with the Wiat tribe. It's been interesting. TerraGen is saying, we need to start fighting climate change yesterday. The commission meets about this again on Thursday. Maybe this year you've noticed some drama regarding whether or not hemp will be legalized in Humboldt for profit. Hemp looks like weed, but has none of the stuff that makes you high. People can use it for building materials, canvas, lotions, clothing, paper, all kinds of stuff. It's approved at the federal level for farmers, but some believe if industrial hemp happens in Humboldt, it can negatively impact the cannabis industry. This hemp, again, has no THC, but it does have CBD, which, as you may know, many think is medically beneficial and therefore profitable. Now, in Humboldt, some think people will just use hemp to go around regulations and fees, which could hurt the cannabis industry and potentially the environment, they're saying. Others are hoping the hemp industry will be greenlit and give Humboldt economic opportunities. The Board of Supervisors taking a hard look at this Tuesday the 19th. Super interesting news about this famous giant redwood tree that was chopped down in Fieldbrook back in the late 1800s. People call it the Fieldbrook Giant or the Fieldbrook Stump, if you will. There's a lot of pictures out there. If you haven't seen the stump, you've probably seen a picture of it. The thing is massive. The tree was as tall as a 30-story house. It would probably be the tallest tree in the world today if it weren't felled. And apparently, some dude in England back in the late 1800s chopped it down to settle a bet that he was saying he could seat dozens of guests at a table made out of one tree. The latest is scientists have used that stump, though, to clone the tree, and five of the clones of that giant thing are being planted right here in Humboldt. You can read all about these Fieldbrook Giants 2.0 at KimKemp.com. Hey, well, I'm stoked about this. We're about to introduce a new contributing host for Humboldt last week. It's been super nice getting some additional voices on the program, bringing us quick local stories. This week, we're going to hear from Andrew Getz. But real quick, I want to thank the partners that make Humboldt Last Week available for free. That's Bell Star Clothing, the North Coast Co-op, Photography by Shy, the North Coast Journal, Trinidad, California Rental, North Coast Horticulture Supply, and Bongo Boy Pro Recording Studio. All right, Andrew Getz, everyone. He's got local experience as a professional sports broadcaster, but he's also interested in working on hard news. Here he is, Andrew Getz, on Humboldt Last Week. Hey, Miles. Thanks for letting me contribute to this great show. Without further delay, let's dive in. Have you seen this news about hate crimes at Humboldt State last year? It looks like, while the university reported two hate crimes, the FBI tallied three. What's that mean? Well, the data shows one incident was related to cultural background, another to religion, and the other to gender. On top of that, all this stuff about HCC's police chief being investigated for saying racist comments, among other things, adds up to trouble. Hey, HSU is already dealing with low enrollment, and this can't help. I'm waiting to see where this investigation goes from here. For now, it's just another crappy roadblock to the success of an institution. Whether you like HSU or not, the campus makes a big impact on our local community. All I have to say is, I hope people learn to treat others with dignity and respect. Is that really so hard? 
Let's get these hate crime numbers down to zero. Did you see the story from the North Coast Journal? Humboldt County's Commercial Cannabis Cultivation Unit at Code Enforcement mailed out 470 warning letters to residents suspected of growing without a permit. So this mass mailing spooked tons of local growers. It sounds like Humboldt County's planning director, John Ford, the program's head honcho, is saying the letters are just what people have been asking for. A heads up before they receive an abatement notice that could cost them thousands per day in fines. Reportedly, Ford believes he is doing these growers a solid by just giving them a heads up. From what I've read, it looks like these warning letters were for landowners with the smallest grow sites. Now the clock is ticking with a December 31st deadline to get permitted, which sounds like it might be a tall order for many small growers who feel like they are being squeezed out of the picture now that California has embraced the cannabis biz. There are lots of moving parts, and I'm sure we'll hear more as the deadline closes in. I'd like to recommend checking out the North Coast Journal for a detailed look at this story. All right, I think many of us have experienced a bad parking job, especially if we are in a hurry. You know, you just parked outside of the lines, too far away from the curb. Okay, those types of things happen, right? We've all been there. But did you hear about this woman who was arrested last weekend after she crashed her car into the Old Town gazebo in Eureka? The pictures of the crash are just nutty. The SUV is crammed into that like small moat surrounding the gazebo. People are walking around, you know, gawking at the result. Well, the driver reportedly fled the scene of the crash and was later arrested for driving under the influence, plus narcotics charges and driving without insurance, according to EPD. That's like the bad news trifecta, right? DUI, narcotics, and no insurance. Hey, well, the good news is nobody got hurt, and that's that's a really good thing. Okay, I want to take a moment to shout out something pretty cool that happened in local sports this week. Did you see Arcata and Eureka met up Wednesday night in a North Coast section girls soccer playoff game in Albee Stadium? Two local teams facing off for a lot of the marbles, not all of them just yet. The championship game is this weekend. But senior midfielder Bailey Cherm scored the game winner with seven minutes remaining in sudden death overtime to give Arcata a 2-1 victory and advance the Tigers into the title game. Hey, the goal was epic, but the celebration... I mean, the celebration with Cherms, her teammates, and coach, hey, that moment made it all the better. People jumping around, fist pumping, screaming. It was just electrifying. I'd really recommend checking out the video on HumboldtSports.com. It's really awesome. And congrats again to the Tigers. Hey, thanks again to Humboldt Last Week contributing host Andrew Getz. Well, another documentary took a look at Humboldt County, and once again, we were painted as this place with all the murder, all the homicides, and none of the justice. Is that true? A lot of us have seen Murder Mountain, but the most recent documentary that showed us in that light aired on the PBS station down in Los Angeles. It hooked viewers near the beginning with this line, if you want to get away with murder, Humboldt County's the place to go. Now, lines like that, you'd think, oh, wow, we're a lawless murder capital. It sounds terrifying, right? That's actually not exactly true. Um, a side note, by the way, the documentary I'm talking about is about the Lawson case. This story is not an analysis of the Lawson case in any way. I repeat, it is not an analysis of that. But again, back to this false notion that Humble is a lawless murder capital. The sheriff's office pointed me to some California Department of Justice data. Over the last decade, from 2009 through 2018, 10 counties have had worse homicide rates per capita than Humboldt. Counties with higher homicide rates than us were Alameda, Fresno, Kern, Merced, Monterey, San Francisco, San Joaquin, Solano, Stanislaus, and Tulare. So, 10 worst counties. Does it suck being 11th worst out of 58 over 10 years? Yeah, but we're not the worst. Definitely not a murder capital. We have had bad years here and there, like back in 2016, there were over 20 homicides in Humboldt. 
So far in 2019, as of this recording, there have been six. So again, here's that quote from the documentary one more time. If you want to get away with murder, Humboldt County is the place to go. Let's also talk about Humboldt's high rate of missing persons reports. A lot of people talk about that. But what about the county's high rate of people that are found? Check this out. Last year, there were 370 adult missing person reports in Humboldt County. 370. But also last year, there were 343 reports of people that were found. It's our rural nature with sometimes spotty cell service. Probably a huge contributor to that. Samantha Cargis over at the sheriff's office told me, quote, we get a lot of missing persons reports that are easily resolved because the person returns. And lastly, doubling into this false notion that Humboldt's a good place to get away with murder, I chatted with our district attorney, Maggie Fleming. Since she took office at the start of 2015, 92% of their homicide cases have resulted in a defendant being found guilty. Quote, we've tried 13 homicide cases since I took office in January 2015. Nine resulted in murder convictions, and those charged with special allegations, for example, torture, murder victims, use of a firearm, the jury also found true. One case included co-defendants in which the jury found one person guilty and the other not guilty of murder. Two cases we charged as murder yielded convictions on the lesser charge of manslaughter. Finally, we had a murder case that resulted in a hung jury in the first trial and then a not guilty verdict when we retried. So taking a look at those 13 homicide cases Maggie's office has taken on, 92% of them resulting in a defendant being found guilty. Further stats showing, hey, we may not be a lawless murder capital. Now, don't get me wrong. Bad things happen in Humboldt County. There is no denying that. Bodies are buried out there. I'm not dumb. Uh, Safety precautions are just as necessary today than they were yesterday, right? But while there's no data that suggests we're a utopian emerald paradise full of rainbows and butterflies, there's also no data showing we're a Norman Bates freak show. Could Humboldt County stand to have lower homicide rates? Totally. Would it be nice to have less reports of missing people? Absolutely. But... We're definitely not a lawless murder capital, okay? Stay prepared, stay safe out there, but you know, take comfort in knowing this beautiful place we live may not be as bleak as some outsiders have shown it. All right, here's the Humboldt Shot movie of the week, Living and Dying by the Gun. It all depends on what kind of a shot you are, they say. We're talking about a Western from 1957, Gun Glory. It's a medium-budget MGM flick shot near Garberville at Tooby Ranch. Actually stars this British guy, Stuart Granger, trying on his best North American accent. Dude's a gunfighter who returns home, finds out his wife died, and then the community blames him. Shot near Garberville and out in 1957, Gun Glory, the Humboldt shot movie of the week. Here's some events to check out in Humboldt this coming week. Dance music with Troy Boy at the Arcata Theater Lounge Wednesday night. Trivia night all about TV's The Office at the Madrone in Eureka Wednesday evening. Catchy folk band The Gatehouse Well at the Pearl in Eureka Wednesday evening. Elegance, Food, and Spirits Taste of the Holidays at the Arcata Community Center Thursday evening. Free roller derby scrimmage at Redwood Acres in Eureka Thursday evening. Funkiness with Orgone at the Arcata Theater Lounge Friday night. Pink Floyd covers at Humbrews in Arcata Friday night. Roller skating for grown-ups at the Muni in Eureka Saturday evening. And for more events, you can check out the calendar at northcoastjournal.com. 
Well, thank you so much for listening to episode 150. Humble Last Week is possible due to support from partners. That's Bell Star Clothing in Eureka with clothes that fit your life. The voted best North Coast co-op in Arcata and Eureka. The award-winning North Coast Journal. Photography by Shy with those amazing portraits. Trinidad, California Rental with all those ocean views. North Coast Horticulture Supply helping us have fun in the garden. And Bongo Boys High End Recording Studio in McKinleyville. Links to all of them at HumboldtLastWeek.com. Also want to thank Andrew Getz for being a contributing host this week. My name is Miles. Humboldt Last Week's home is HumboldtLastWeek.com, but you could also listen at KimKemp.com, NorthCoastJournal.com, and on the radio on 99.1 KISS FM Mondays. Hope you have an amazing week. Please be kind out there. And uh, hopefully we can keep the power on. Dang it, pg e This is a weird episode having to uh, redo it. Anyway, bye. Humboldt Last Week. Available at HumboldtLastWeek.com. Humboldt Last Week. Humboldt last week.